Yo, 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 episode yo! 10. No yes. The big one. Oh, let's do it, bro. 10 episodes deep. That's crazy, bro. Number 10. Let's freaking go, bro. Let's keep it going. Let's give them a good one, bro. You ready? You already know. I'm ready. Let's go. Yo, let's start out with some shout outs. WNBA, the Seattle Storm. They shout out the Las to Vegas Storm. Aces. Yes, um, sir. Two championships in the last three years, man. That's That's amazing. <laughs> Hey man, that's impressive, man. Like they they deserve all the credit. Um, you know, about or you know, some NBA players brought up the fact of you know the the mental aspect side of things about you know being in that bubble, being away their families, but you know, just off human nature, you know, um, just science. I mean, women are a little bit more emotional than men. I mean, no matter what, those women are dogs within their sport, and then and the, you know they have their own dog mentality as well, but. You know, no matter what, at the end of the end of the day, they're still women, um, and you know they they've been they're going through the same exact thing as the NBA players were. Um, if anything, the the conditions were probably just a little bit worse in, over there in uh, Bradenton, um, where they were staying at in that bubble. But yo, they 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 overcame adversity. Um, cre- you know, great opponent between the with the Aces. You know, it was a sweep, but you know. It wasn't. It wasn't no. They, they got there for Listen, a reason. The Aces you know? were so, the best team in the season, but man, when it came to the finals, definitely Seattle stepped it up. I mean, if you really think about yeah, it, Brianna Stewart, yeah, Super. If you really think about they, they, it, they, they led that if team. You really think about it. Seattle could have really won the last three championships if it weren't for pretty much both Sue Bird and Stewart missing all their last season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they what three three years? Um, three years. Um, second yep. chip. That's four in total for the franchise. I mean, uh, man, it's just the the Mystics last year. I mean, they the they no they, they when they won they swept the Mystics yeah. as well. You know what I'm saying? And they and when they won again, when they just won this year, they swept hey. the Aces. Like the Storm, the Storm. Hey, they may not be the best regular season team, but they they're they're. They're coming out strong yeah, when bro. it counts. Brianna you know Stewart's what I'm having a hell of a career so far. It's still very young in her career, but and it's, she's, yo, she's definitely, yo. I mean, when it's all said and done, she has potential. I, I think what, this was best. her fifth season. Yeah, fifth, fourth or fifth season. Already a two-time champion. I mean, two titles, shit, two give all, all the credits to her. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And got the, the her first finals MVP within like her first, after her first, like yeah. after a rookie year. I think she was like a sophomore and won finals MVP. I mean, mm-hmm. shit, look at that. Like, and you shout got out Ageless to her. Sue. She doesn't age, man. Who? Oh, Ageless Sue. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Sue Bird is it continues to be a legend. Um, and definitely opened the doors for her, for Bianca Stewart. You saw that post that she did with that little trend that's going on with uh, how it started and how it's going yep. or whatever. She posted a photo <laughs> of her holding a baby and then the photo of uh, Brianna Stewart and her holding the, the fact championship. That she's that's, that was funny. The fact that she's undefeated in the finals, 4-0. They, they, she might just, hey, she might again, just be the Jordan. Continues. She might just be the Jordan of the WNBA. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could, it's arguable. It's, it's definitely up there. Definitely up there. But um, sticking within uh within basketball, going into the NBA again, huge shout out to Seattle Storm. Um, we're excited to see uh what they do next season. See if the Aces come back. Um, killing next season as well. Maybe get a rematch with, you know. Real WNBA basketball with everybody playing in their respective cities and with fans in the stands. Hopefully. So, but uh, again, segue, uh, moving on to the NBA. Um, man, Doc, I was completely off with ideas of where Doc Rivers was going to go. Definitely didn't go uh, to the Magic. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, that was just wishful thinking. But yeah, man, Doc Rivers has a, officially agreed to a five year deal to become the new head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> What's your take? What's just a small, quick little take? What, what what do you think about it? What do you think is gonna happen under the the new era of Listen, Doc Rivers? Um, Doc Rivers, I just don't think it's a good fit in that team, man. I just don't think it's a good fit. Um, I, I'm kind of intrigued to what they're gonna do with Ben Simmons. Are they gonna keep him? Are they gonna trade him? 
a lot of rumors out there. Um, we went over it last week with the LaBello ball and all that. I just want to see what happens with the team. Depending on what team he has around him, I, I'll let you know <coughs> how it goes. I just, man, I feel like Doug Rivers has had too many opportunities. And besides those years in Boston, like, he's really, he's choked. He's choked. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I feel like they have better options out there. Look, I, I'll say this. They they did have better options that could probably – I think the – because the talent level is not the problem within that team because they have all the talent in the world. Um, I think, to me, they need to bring in somebody that could bring that team better and closer together in the locker room outside of the actual game. Uh, they – it, there's there's something lacking there, but getting rid of all these vets that they had, um, which is mainly the issue that they had as well going into this season, because those vets were also shooters, which they needed, and they and it showed, especially against Miami in the uh, in the first round. Well, I mean, not Miami, the first round. My bad. Um, um, the Miami, whoever they played first round, I forgot. It's been, it, feel, it feels like it's been months, but you know what I'm saying, like, and they. They, I don't. I don't think Doc Rivers is that guy. Doc Rivers is an X's and O guy. I told it. I, I kind of mentioned it last last week's episode. Doc Rivers need, he needed to go to a team where he just goes and coaches. You know what I'm saying? I mean, don't get me wrong. I think he, he's a good locker room like coach as well, bring everybody together. But there's something that's lacking within that. I mean, he somewhat kept the team together in 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 um, L. A. when they had the when they had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan and stuff, but. I mean, that started to kind of fall off. I, I just and those guys were already a little bit of older age than what Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are now. And you're bringing Doc Rivers, that's kind of, you know, with that history of players eventually start to, you know, people start to become rattled within the locker room. Um, I mean, I, I'm hoping that that that's not the case. I don't know how it's gonna happen. I don't really have a clear cut like prediction on it. It's kind of like a uh, see, I, don't I don't know. I don't think I gotta, Brett like Brown. You said, I don't wait think Brett Brown was the co- I, I don't think Brett Brown was the problem. I think it was the the structure of the roster. I I feel like letting go of JJ Redick, um, Jimmy Butler leaving like that. Those things were were the things that really hurt the team. If they would have stuck with the same team that they had from last year. I think they could have made a run this year, especially with everything that's happened and all other circumstances. But let's see, man. Let's see. Hopefully, I mean, I, I never wish upon, I never wish bad on anybody, especially Doc Graber. He's a good guy, but I, I don't like the fit, man. I don't like the fit. I did. I did. I also think they got to get rid of Al yeah. Horford. <laughs> I mean, well, that's a, that, well, that was the first mistake they did he's this offseason. With him, so the, oh, no, he didn't coach him in, in Boston. No, no, he didn't coach. Right. He didn't coach him You're in right. Boston. Plus, you got to get rid of him because that's the, that disgusting yeah, contract. <laughs> like that's, that's the main nasty. reason. Like, if, I'm not saying you don't you get rid of Al, Al, Al Horford because Al Horford's a great locker room guy, a great leader, great vet. He he shows up when you know when you need him to. But I just think the system wasn't right with him in Philly. Um, maybe Doc could insert him if they don't get rid of him. Maybe Doc could you know find a way to get him back into his like old self somewhat. But they just, that contract is just terrible. But either which way, um, let's kind of talk about what's something relevant. Um, the finals as of yesterday. The Lakers are now up 3-1 against the Miami Heat. Um, they won last night to take that 3-1 lead. Bam Adebayo's first game back from that from that uh, neck strain slash shoulder injury. Man, I I don't know, man. It, it, you know, I wanted the Heat to win on some, like, you know, on some wishful thinking things. But, like, I did say that's who I would want to win, who I know is going to win. It's, it's going to be the Lakers. It's over. Um, it's over. It's over. The series, unfortunately, is over. Um, I, I do still think Miami could pull one more off, but no matter what, it's still going to be over. Um, just for the fact of them not losing it in five, you know, just to kind of give them that little bit of confidence boost moving on to next season. Um, I also said it again. Even, even, even once Jimmy got there, I even told you personally, I said it. I was like, yo, Miami, Jimmy getting there and him doing what he's doing over there, that's going to, he's making Miami a a hot spot to go to now. People are going to want to join that. People are going to want to see, oh, so Miami, so heat culture is a real, is a real thing. It's not just something that the local fans say. It's a real fucking thing. Um, It was proven when Shaq went there, one with D-Wade. It was proven when LeBron and Chris Bosh joined D-Wade there and they won and they've had those great years. And now look, he's bringing that he's bringing that era back. And now with the superstars moving as much as they are, 
it's it's uh it's scary to see. It's scary to see. Can they become the new? Can they become like a, the like the next best team coming out of the East? I could see. I could see it. I could see it. I could see it based off the talent that will go there. Because I could say Boston off the top of my head, but Boston, no matter what, at the end of the day, them having J- a Jason Tatum type of player with Jalen Brown being. We all know Jalen Brown's going to be like the Robin of that team. Jason Tatum, that's yeah. his team. He's going to be the Batman. So, but them already having that established core, I don't see that becoming a key free agent um, uh, destination for top tier guys. Miami, they can because Jimmy Butler is already. It's been proven that Jimmy Butler doesn't need to score twenty some points to to you know to play the game. Like he doesn't need that. He just needs to be on the floor. His leadership and everything he does outside of scoring. Is what helps them get to where it got Bro, them to where they're at I now. Told, this, I told you last week, um, I, I I really wasn't rooting for any team because you, you already know how I feel about both teams. But like I said last, uh, I I I mean from last week to this week, I kind of transitioned more towards the Heat side because I really cannot stand LeBron fans, um, or even worse, Lakers fans. So I was rooting for the for for the for the Heat, but I don't know, man. I I don't I don't see them. I mean, you already said that it's done. Do you even see the Heat even making this a series anymore? I know you said one more win. Do you see them maybe? I don't, man. Look, get it, it, back, a lot would take from it. That unfortunate. Look, I had a big ass argument with guys at work today, and um, if they hear this, shout out to y'all. But if it, it's unfortunate because the injuries is what fucking sucks, bro. Like, I don't like. I don't like neither teams. No matter even if it's guaranteed locked. Like, say if the Lakers are playing the. If they were playing Philly, I already know guarantee that that's a guaranteed sweep. But I wouldn't want to see that 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 series matchup if one key player is hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like Bam, Bam had an okay game from coming back. It, it's not a Bam Adebayo esque type game that he's been playing in the playoffs, but he did his own. He, did, he played a regular like a regular season type of game yesterday. Um, you could tell he wanted he wanted to be himself, but he wasn't playing like himself, and that fucking sucks because that affects the game. That affects the gameplay. Now, Goran Dragic coming back is going to be the same thing, but it, it pains me to see his face, bro. I don't know if you saw these videos of him just like chilling on the bench pregame, like when they're when when you see like a uh, an assistant coach talk, trying to talk to him to see like how he's feeling, like you think you're you're going to be good or whatever, and like you can see it in his face, bro. He he's he's hurting, man. He it's it's getting to him that he's not being able to. He's I mean, not he's out there with his guys. He wants to be out there. Oh yeah, no, for sure. And the fact that it's his first time there, and, he's been he's, and because he's of the whole situation, up. yep, he's he's been he's finally been playing like you know the tragic of why they signed him to that contract. Um, I I didn't think that it would happen, but I I if I'm not mistaken, I think Dragic's contract is up after the season. Yeah, I see Dragic coming back with that team, no matter how much they offer him. I think that you know they'll give him a team friendly deal. Um. Dragic has been a part of that team already for a couple years now. I think he's already established himself within that franchise, within that organization, the community. Um, run it back, run it back. Bring, bring in the guy, bringing more guys to help you go, to help them out. I think they need more. They need a guy that is literally great on defense and good enough on it with their threes. That's the type of guy that they need. They need a, that little bit of extra scoring, but that guy, that little bit of extra dog on the defensive end to help Jimmy and Bam because that's their anchor. Those are their anchors. You know what so, I'm saying? It's so Jimmy and Bam. They need that extra guy. And I have that one guy in my mind, and I, everybody knows exactly who I'm talking about. Huh? Everybody knows. I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name. Everybody knows who I'm talking about, unless you ask me. Who is it? Victor oh, Oladipo. God. I'm telling you. Telling we'll you. See, but we'll, anyways. See, we'll see. But, hey. Obviously, I mean, from the way it's looking, it looks like the Lakers got this. Um, but I have a serious question for you. And and I've had some arguments uh-huh. with a lot of people with this. Uh, my coworker agrees with me, but there was a couple of people that we were arguing with. Um, if the finals uh, finish today. I feel like this is something me and you are going to argue about. If the finals finish today, who is the MVP of the finals? See, look, you see, you set me up because you know you asked me that question because you already know who I'm going to pick. You and, and I already know who you're gonna pick, and that's the reason why you would ask me that question. Uh, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go fully into it. We every real true basketball fan knows, and realist knows that oh, it's LeBron my James. God, every real basketball fan. It's LeBron, it, bro. Bro, every real, every pure, every 
a realist in this world that's a basketball fan knows that it's LeBron James. Even in game three when they lost, even game three when they lost, okay? Hold on, because I pulled it up. Even game three when they lost, okay? When they lost, LeBron still had 25 points, okay? He was two assists shy from having a triple-double. What was LeBron in crush time? Besides, besides game four. You talking about game, game three? Besides game, besides game four, where was it during the crush? Bro, but that's that's the beauty of it, though. No, no, no. I, I understand what you're saying, but let's be real. Game one was game one was was a, a, a complete blowout. Game one, the Lakers the Lakers shitted on the Heat. We all know this. But again, that's why I said earlier I don't like the argument because Bam got hurt. It could have been a different game if Bam didn't get hurt. You know what I'm saying? And Drogic to add that. And Jimmy got a little dinged up at the end of that game too, or like in the middle of that game. So I don't like I don't like those arguments. I like I don't like to argue these type of things sometimes. But Anthony, but that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. LA loses. Game three, Anthony Davis were nowhere to be found. And that's why they lost. Anthony Davis. If well, they, no, no let's, be real. no, let's Davis. be real. Anthony, Anthony Davis had an okay shooting night. The only thing that was stopping, the only reason, look, the reason why they lost game three, if I'm just going to be honest, and I'm not taking, like, I'm not saying this because, like, oh, because I want the Heat to win. I'm not even going to mention anything about, like, anything that the Heat did extravagant. All the Heat did was defend the, the, defend the inside, Defend the inside and throw that extra body out to Anthony Davis. They didn't do that game four last night. That's why they lost. And as well, too, Anthony Davis was in foul trouble in the beginning, and Frank Vogel took him out. I I I believe that they should have kept oh. him in the game. He had two fouls. He had two fouls. He doesn't. He didn't need to get out. Anthony Davis is a superstar in this league, and you're playing with LeBron Listen, James. Bro. You don't need to be. You don't need to be all that. LeBron will take. Will take the like I. That's what I'm saying. I think that that was a. a I think Vogel took him took him out of his his rhythm, and when he came back and he was and when he was on the floor, he was just he was just off. And I think that the 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 Heat got a break. They capitalized. Jimmy had an incredible game. Let's not knock Jimmy out either. And with that, let's just not forget either. And with that, they only won by 11 points, bro. And the, a lot of those buckets that came at the end of that game were shit points. Like, they were just scoring just to get the lead at a comfortable position so the Lakers didn't possibly make a comeback. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was stuff that, like, the same thing with, like, I would admit, too, Tyler Hero had a lot of those, uh, a lot of those, like, buckets at the end. He had a terrible game, uh, game three. Listen, bro. Uh, uh, he went gonna... six for 18. He, a lot of those points came from shit minutes and shit points, like, where it was just, like, at that point, the Lakers didn't, they gave up at that listen, point. They're bro. like, screw listen, it. Listen, and we're on, about bro. to move to some NFL pretty soon, but. An MVP is not going to – let's look, let's go back to game two and game four, right? LeBron scores two points in the final four minutes of game four. All right? Who carried mm-hmm. them? Anthony Davis, not LeBron, okay? LeBron hit the clutch – I mean, Anthony Davis hit the clutch shots when it So counted, LeBron's facilitating – so LeBron's facilitating doesn't and matter? He was the MVP. So LeBron's facilitating doesn't Bro, matter? what was it, game one or game two? Anthony Davis scored the first 12 points of the game. I'm talking about his. I'm talking everything outside of scoring. So, Le, like, so all of that is obsolete when you talk about LeBron James in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's the. That's why I said that's the beauty of it, bro. That's why Anthony Davis was brought there. I mean, the, any superstar that would have came there to join LeBron, regardless. Listen, of the I'm not saying that's why they were. Brought I'm not there. dissing LeBron. I'm just saying AD has stepped up in late games and should get more credit than people are giving him. And I believe. No, I, I, I give believe. A look, I think that for Anthony the beauty, Davis should be the MVP. Of these finals, if the Lakers somehow, I mean, if the Lakers finish it in the next game, Anthony Davis, Orlando Bronze has a crazy game, uh, crazy game five. I, I, you have to give it to Anthony Davis, man. That's a disrespect if you don't. I still, That's a disrespect I, I, if you don't. I, I don't even think it's a disrespect. Look, I, I think, look, I think AD will understand why LeBron gets it. LeBron, look at, no matter what, look at, I, he's not doing something that any regular dude could do. You no sound like one. ESPN right no now, bro. You sound besides... like ESPN. You just make no, up no, no, stats chill, for LeBron. Chill, 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 chill. It's like no. LeBron is the first player. LeBron's up. the first player to have a triple double after farting before the game starts. No, no man, get out of here. Shut the hell up. You read you read that get off of the ESPN. Uh, get out of here. You work for ESPN now. The, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron James, LeBron James. No matter what, at the end of the day, no, the only one that could perform like a LeBron James type of Finals performance, and it's been proven. 
has only been uh, as of late recently has been Steph Curry. Can we agree? Wait, can you repeat that again? Like in the, the the past couple of finals, the past like four, like the past five six years of the NBA finals, we've been seeing a lot of LeBron James correct. in those finals, correct? A lot of great LeBron James basketball, individual basketball in those correct. finals, correct? But who has also been in a lot of those five to six NBA finals? The Golden State correct. Warriors, correct? And who has had incredible individual games in those NBA finals? Steph Curry, and, correct? And LeBron, both of them. Right, that's what I'm saying. The only one that could perform like a LeBron James type of game or like those type of numbers or the type of games that they could impact, like do impact in the game has been LeBron James. And outside of LeBron, the only one I could think of is Steph Curry. So without LeBron there, AD could have all these incredible games. But if LeBron doesn't perform the way LeBron performs, there's no all right, so the let's go. Okay, at and, all. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep this as short as possible, but I have to keep this point. Okay, so let's go back to the San Antonio Spurs days. Who was the leader of that team? Tim Duncan. Who won the MVP? Kawhi right. Leonard. If you look at his stats, Tim Duncan still had better stats than Kawhi Leonard. Am I right? But the most valuable right. player to that team in those finals was Kawhi Leonard. Because Kawhi Leonard That's had not taking great away games, nothing from like the talent of Tim Duncan. No, no, no. Right, right. But as well, what did Kawhi do as well, though? He stopped the he best player in the world LeBron at the James. time. Look at LeBron James' stats in those finals. Bro, because he wasn't guarding LeBron. He wasn't guarding oh, LeBron at, uh, the, the whole entire game. He played game, good but defense when, on him, but he, he was playing up him. against LeBron. Hey, but it's it, still you got to remember, though, LeBron had two other guys that he, depend, that he could depend on. still the seven games, and LeBron still so, went off. I get that, but I'm just saying. like It's, it's nah, still man, not nah, like, man. I don't know. I, I just, just, just get a job at ESPN. I don't know. Just get a job at ESPN. You're good. Hey, if they I'll give take, me a job, I'll take, I'll take it. it. Screw it. They're gonna be cashing. They're gonna be cashing me a check. <laughs> exactly. I know you would. All right, man. So just to start, just to move on from the NBA, um, let's just see what happens on Friday in Game Five. Um, with the NFL, man, the yo, the Titans organization just keeps getting the the plague of this COVID, man. I mean, it, it's just running through that franchise. Two more players added to the COVID list. Um, within the the franchise, uh, apparently now the the league. Um, is investigating heavily, heavily on um, just the organization and how they've been handling the COVID protocols. Um, and there's big, big news saying that they may have a significant um, penalties if that is the case, because now look at what it's resulting to. Um, you know, cancellation of or postponement of games, uh, rescheduling them, you know, players, staff getting the, the virus that, you know, Luckily, as of right now, it hasn't been severe for anyone yet, um, and hopefully it does stay like that. But, you know, it just sucks, man. It, it's just running through there. Now, yeah. another superstar um, who has came out positive that's joined the Patriots list. Oh, I heard Stephon yep. Gilmore, man. Wow. A key member, one of the best in defensive backs in the in this league, if not the best, um, with the virus, bro. Um, screwing over the Patriots team, which were, was playing good ball. We can agree on. I, yeah. I would say we're playing good ball, and now, now you know, with him and Cam out, like you know, fucking sucks. What, what, what do you, what, do you, what's your take on that? Um, well, I wanna, I wanna just hit it real quick on the Titans. Um, the some of the some of the possible um disciplines could be draft picks, and they're also talking about forfeiting games. So Oof, that's tough. That, I mean, at this that, point, uh, you kind of got to, you know, that you to, uh, they, they yeah. messed it up. I mean. Yeah, I mean, if you're not if you're not following the proper procedures and the proper rules that are set in place, I mean, you you have to get disciplined. I don't know how, I don't know maybe I'm losing a draft. That's kind of hard. I mean, if I mean if they, I mean if other teams to... are doing it and not and they're not getting, you know, their tests are all coming back negative. Obviously, they're you know they're doing something they're right. Doing something and because wrong. you guys yeah, are correct. cutting ends to to correct. do the short the short route, look what is look at what it's causing. Yeah, and then going back to Gilmore, um, one thing that really affected me as a, in a fantasy perspective. Um, <laughs> I have Mahomes, and I must protect him as, at all costs. Um, and obviously, we all saw all those videos out there of Gilmore hugging Mahomes after the game. Um, mm-hmm. Mahomes pretty much called it a mental lapse. Um, he was just showing sportsmanship, you know, usually like he does after every game. But, man, I mean, all those dapping and, and, and hugging and, and talking to each other at the games, that, that's going to have to stop, man, because... It's gonna have to. It, it's just, unfortunately there's, there's, for the, the game, you're gonna there. have to. Yeah, no, that, that's exactly what it is. 
You know, it, it just, you never, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? You just don't know. Um, luckily as well, too, let's just uh, say it out there. Um, Cam Newton, apparently, his his whole um, thing with the virus, he has been asymptomatic. So hopefully everything goes good with Cam, um, Stephon Gilmore, everyone from the Titans organization, everybody, you know, speedy recoveries. Hopefully nobody gets long effects from this virus. But yeah. – because of everything that's going on, though, like, do you, what do you, what's your take on like the NFL? Like, do you think just because, like, off last week's episode, um, at that point there was a, a significant amount of people that that had it. Um, since then, it's grown <laughs> a good amount, not yes, not just sir. a little bit, mm-hmm. a good amount. Do you think like what's what's in jeopardy? Is it is, or is the the league, the season? Like, do you think it's in jeopardy? Do you think it could finish? Well, I mean, obviously, you never hope that it finishes, but it's definitely in jeopardy. I mean, you can't cover reality with the palm of your hands. You know, you have to you have to face it. Um, but I compare it a lot to the MLB. Um, if you look at the MLB, you saw the Marlins in the beginning of the season. Mostly, what was it, like 12 players or like half of their roster had COVID or was in contact with COVID. And, you know, they were able to finish the season and, and everything went well after that. I'm kind of hoping for that same result in the NFL. But it's kind of hard. Um, it's kind of hard to tell because you're talking about over 50 players, almost 60 players, just in players, not including staff and all that, to keep in check. That that's that's tough, man. That's tough. That's tough. I just think they need to see it as a bubble mentality. They're not in a yeah. bubble, they're not in a bubble, but they have to treat it like they are in a bubble. You know, stop doing things that you're not supposed to be doing outside the games. Stop hanging out in groups. You know, treat it like it's your career. And if you don't treat it like it's your career, you know, then that's when the discipline. Look, these owners, these owners make uh, these owners make a shit ton of money. This uh, they have a lot of they have a lot of money. This league makes a lot of money. Um, I, I know that you can't do a bubble type of thing with the NFL. Is just too much, too much personnel. Just too much. Um, but at this point, you got to start considering possibly renting out a a hotel just for the team, and maybe having all those players stay in those hotels throughout yeah. the season. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate because this season is so long, so it's a little bit. I mean, it, it's a little bit longer than like what's remaining is a little bit longer than what the NBA bubble was in total. Um, but I mean, hey, if you want to finish off this season. Then you you gotta you gotta make do until this virus until you, something is something is contained with this virus because it's obviously coming from somewhere, and I don't think it's because of fans, um or the, you know in those cities that do allow fans and now unfortunately Florida because of death death Santis has um opened up full capacity on all these sports arenas here in Florida, um so you know hey happy us right mm-hmm. um it, I don't think it's the fans' fault. Um, because clearly they're super far away from the players regardless, and none of the players, they're not even in close enough, you know, vicinity in, in the stands to even dap a player up if he makes a touchdown or even on the sidelines. So it, it you have to start considering that. Um, maybe at some point within the season, you that's when they start to do it, maybe so it's not as long. Um, maybe get to spend more time with their families a little bit more. Uh, but shit, bro, it just sucks too. It sucks for the opponents that's playing the Titans as well because it's like now – we're we're kind of getting a, a an extra bye week or whatever like that, but at the same time we're not getting our reps in. We didn't have a preseason. Now we're we're missing out on a game when we were just full speed playing like three or four. And and just piggybacking off that, um, and another thing is a lot of teams are losing their bye week as well. Uh, oh yeah, the one like uh, yeah. the Steelers are losing their bye the week. Steelers, the off rip, right? Yeah, the Steelers yep. are losing their bye week. Um, the Chiefs almost lost their bye week last week if the Patriots wouldn't have played. So. There's a lot Luckily of things, a lot of things that are coming to effect. But hey, um, in other horrible news, well, I don't, I don't, I, I hate to see a person lose their job. Um, but oh. <laughs> do you think it was the right choice or not? Bill O'Brien fired as the Texans' head coach and manager. It was, um, it, it's what was needed. What do you, what do you, what do you think about that? It, it, that's what was needed. It, I mean. It was already somewhat of a questionable, a questionable move for the future. Um, you getting rid of all those picks for Tunsil. Um, I know that he's a a beast. Um, protects that he protects the the QB. Um, especially Deshaun Watson, who is a mobile QB, he protects him well. But outside of him, I mean that that 
offensive line, I mean, is it was it worth all those picks? That's a little questionable. Maybe he could have gotten past that. But where he's where he messed it all up was getting rid of Deshaun. Uh, I mean, um, D Hop. Yeah. You know that the the under Hopkins. I mean, anybody can make the argument, and no one could really say that one one person is wrong than the other or whatever. That D Hop is the best whiteout in the in, in the league oh, right now. It's definitely arguable. You know what I'm saying? It, well, it's arguable, yes, but you can't say that uh, because the person that's not choosing him is wrong. You know what I'm saying? That other Mm -hmm. person could literally put up the perfect argument on it. It's not like a LeBron Jordan or LeBron Kobe type of argument. Like, this is – the stats prove it. The gameplay proves it. He's even continuing to ball out with Kyler Murray now. Mm Mm-hmm. So, that leads on to the question. D-Hop wasn't the problem with the the Texans. The Texans are having a a, a big-ass problem now. They're 0-4. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson's playing like straight poo poo. You can say so. Shit. It's okay. <laughs> so is Deshaun Watson the is Deshaun Watson the problem? Is Deshaun Watson proving to the world now that he absolutely needs a great wide receiver to make these type of catches for you to make well, yourself look good? Well, Could Deshaun this Watson. Be it? Sorry, what are you saying? No, no, no. I'm saying, can that be it? Like, can that actually be the problem? I mean, outside of Bill O'Brien, right? Which they, they fixed that. Um, I don't think that the the interim coach is the coach to go to moving forward. But I mean, anything better than Bill O'Brien at this point? Um, well, this apparently, is, as well, two reports came out after that. Him and uh, him and I think the defensive coordinator or some defensive uh, coach got into it with Watt and that coach both got into it with Bill O'Brien. So Bill O'Brien wasn't a well liked guy in that co- in that in that locker room. Yeah, so I, I heard you're, about you're that. You're also just controlling the the plays, and you're out there on the you're being the head leader, head honcho on the sidelines, but you're also the head honcho of the whole entire front office, and who determines like who's actually a part of your team. That that just I I think just that role, that dual role, doesn't work anywhere in any sport. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was uh, actually defensive coordinator Anthony Weaver. Um, there you go. They, they got into a him and Bill O'Brien. They got into a heated uh, verbal fight. Um, with uh, J.J. Watt, um, and pretty much that's when he lost the team. I mean, you could tell that from there. I mean, it was already in the process, but, you know, obviously that led to the 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 loss against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the team was just lost. I mean, they had to make – the owner had to make a decision, and I, I agree with you that was the right decision. Um, this interim coach is only a step in the road until they find uh, an actual coach that's going to take over. Um but man, I mean, there's a lot of teams that need to follow that same path, and one of those, in my opinion, I feel like it's the Falcons. Oh, I, I told you that last week. Dan, Dan, Dan Quinn is to Dan Orlowski. Get out. Are you gonna say? Um, yeah, I mean, he, he's. He, I think he's been needed. He needed to get fired before the start of last season. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really want to keep talking about this guy. He just needs to be let go. In my opinion, he, he's he's been long overdue for a firing. Um, I don't know what Arthur Blank is doing. I, you're the owner of that team. You could always step in and you can make a call. Step in and make a fucking call. Get rid of this guy. You have such a great for. talent. You have such great talent in that team, and you're letting them go to waste. You're letting them just get older in age, wasting their time on a team like that when this is the guy that calls the plays. They have to listen to him. You know what I'm saying? They have to. But I feel like I'm I feel like, like it's the when, fact that they won the the Super Bowl or they went to the Super Bowl two years ago, so they kind of take that into perspective as well. What, but, bro, but I mean, ill. Like, look at the past two years; it's just been straight travesty. Like, no, I know, I know, I know. Trust me, I, I, I'm I'm agreeing with you 100. percent But I'm just trying to think of what they're thinking. It's maybe, hey, that's, he took us to the Super Bowl. Let's give them at least. Let's finish this season. Let's see how it finishes, and from there, let's make the decision. So I guess they don't want to make like a mid-season decision. They just want to wait till the, the year's over. I think I mean, the longer they wait, point. the longer they wait, the more they're hurting themselves. But hey, that's why he gets uh, the, the the big bugs, and I don't. I mean, sure, I guess so. But in other news, Deshaun uh, or not Deshaun? Well, um, Dwayne Haskins has been benched. Who? Ron Rivera, <laughs> Dwayne Haskins, the Washington Football Team's uh, quarterback. Um, the head coach Ron Rivera is going with this guy that he brought with him from Carolina, Kyle Allen. 
is going to be starting next week um, for that team. I've already said that that should have happened already. That should have been the starting quarterback to start the season. Um, and Alex Smith will be the backup. So as well today with that news breaking, because that news broke this morning, I believe, right? Um, yeah. A little bit after that news came out that Dwayne Haskins, immediately once he learned about that decision, that, that decision, he stopped taking snaps and reps at practice. Um, what do you think? Do you blame him for that or... Like, All right, so in this one, um, I, I'm I'm kind of gonna go with Dwayne Haskins on this one, um, uh, and and here's why. What has what has Allen done that deserves for him to be the starter? He finished zero and six with his career in Carolina. He's uh, Haskins has only started four games. He's one one. I was gonna say one one. Hey, but that's more than that's more than Allen has done in the last six games. And in that one that he in the in the one game that they won, he did not have a good game. He got the dub, bro. Tom Brady it has not had good I'm games, saying, and he's had he has he's had dubs. So I, I I don't I don't I'm just saying that he, I don't think he's gotten a fair chance. If anybody's gonna start over Dwayne Haskins in that team, it's gonna it should be Alex Smith. Well, I don't even say that Alex because Smith, of because of his his injury. Like right, but uh, but but he's but he's healthy now. He's healthy now. The only reason why he lost that starting position was because of injuries. He was the starter of that team. He lost them because of injuries, but he didn't lose them because of his gameplay. Oh no, I know. So I know. the guy's healthy. Give him an opportunity. Have Dwayne Haskins learn under him. And then see what happens from there. I mean, the fact that the fact that the third string, not even you bench him completely. He's not even no, yeah, that on that that's exactly what I was gonna say on that aspect side of things. I mean, that that's kind of fucked up. Um, I don't think he, I don't think you know, you don't waste a draft pick that high to literally not play him barely last year. Let's just put it out there when he should have played. Um, you would have given him more reps last year. That kid would have came back ready to go in camp. This year, of course, he came back ready to go in camp this year because he he had the idea that he was going to be the starter. He thought that it was going to be completely different with a new coach, you know, all that shit. And boom, now he's back to square one. I mean, he's still a kid, so you know the mentality is there where you know it's kind of a it's kind of a dot like you. It's like a punch to the face, you know. And I don't again, I'm with you. I don't blame him on that aspect side of things. I mean, he has been playing like shit, um, but the team is shit. He needs a you bigger. I'm saying? I think he needs a bigger sample of opportunity. You just don't waste a draft pick that high. And then just right, no, I, I agree, but I mean, at this point, I mean, if he still has that potential, trade him to a team that sees it for sees that sees that potential and is willing to give up somebody that's you know could perform for you right now. And I don't know who it will be, but uh, you know, go for it at that point. If you're not gonna use him, don't waste his talents out there because when he is, when you finally call his number, he's not gonna want to give you his all. The only reason why he would is because he knows that other teams are gonna be watching. So you're he's not gonna Alex do it for the Smith. team. You mentioned Alex Smith uh, returning from injury. Oh, I did. I mentioned Alex Smith returning from injury. Um, from that one, I just want to, like, uh, talk about Garoppolo and Mosser. They both returned to practice this week. Um, they're questionable for next week. Um, but uh, we're not sure if they're going to play. It all depends how their practice goes for the rest of the week. But the 49ers The Niners, the Niners need them. They need them. Yeah, they need them. I mean, they, 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 they had uh, – they lost last week. Um, you could tell that the offense needed it. Um, Nick Mullins has, you know, he's held his own. You know, he's done what he what he what he can do with, with what he got. With the weapons that he has, yeah. With the weapons, that's what I'm saying. Like he did what he had to do. He didn't play terrible, but I mean, he didn't. You you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo Garoppolo out there? Oh, Look, again, I've said it, and I'm not gonna shy. I'm not gonna shy away from it. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is still not an elite quarterback. But no matter what, he is better than Nick Mullins. He he is a starter in this league. I just think he's a little bit too overhyped. I think people overhype him a little bit too, too much. Um, their their key their key things on offense was running, and so that goes into Mostert. They absolutely need him. They you need him. Um, he's he's your go to guy. He's a fucking he's a freight train going through the middle. Um, and hopefully that injury doesn't affect any lingering injuries moving forward, and he can come back and help them win win some games. Yeah, honestly, they need it. <laughs> They need it because they're gonna have to make up for it. They're gonna have to make up uh, for their defense on offense. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. All those defensive injuries. But yo, I want to ask you though. Talk about week four real quick. 
what's uh what's a good nice little uh negative positives and negatives off week four? Um, I always like to start with positives. So positives, I'm gonna give it up to my Buccaneers. Great win. Oh yeah. Great game. Tom Brady, um, baby. My comeback. God. I, I really thought that game was over, but they came back. And hey, Tom Brady major... pulled it once again. He is the GOAT. Hey, but I, I don't want I don't, I don't want this to go without being unsaid. Fucking Justin Herbert. That that kid is that kid's that kid held his own, man. I, I give him hella props, bro. He's he's um I'll tell you this, not just off that game. Um, but the game, the the week before that, he had a he had a great game. Um, the kid the kid is nice. I think that unfortunately for Tyrod Taylor, I think um the way Herbert's playing it, you just don't you don't you don't lose that out. Like you don't you don't bench him now. Um, and go with the guy who hasn't played in a few weeks. And to top it off, only played one one he only played one game, right? Yeah. Um, Tyrod Taylor. So one game that was but. And then he that punctured lung happened, which wasn't his fault, which sucks. But Tyrod Taylor, I mean, unfortunately, that's what his career has been. I I, I think that he finally thought that opportunity was going to come where he could finally be a starter over there in um LA at least for one year. Um, Herbert learning under him, but the way Herbert's playing, bro, I mean, he's just showing signs of that was a steal in that draft. I think he's going to become a good wide uh, a good quarterback where you know you have good wide receivers to throw to. So. Um, shout out to Herbert, but yeah, back out to you said the Bucks, man. The I mean, he just Tom Brady was just a fucking hey, dog. And, and sorry, I'm so random, but damn, bro, the Cowboys defense sucks. Oh God, yeah. I was just thinking about that, like, damn, they suck. That's exactly what I had as like one of my negatives. Really? It's just like their really? their their yeah, their defense is is complete ass. Crash. Like they they let the Browns come back. I mean, the Browns had a good game. I mean, but granted, the Cowboys' defense is not the best defense um, right now. And shit, that Landry pass to Odell Beckham, you allowed that to happen. Yeah. I mean, hey, and then talking about Landry, bro, he had a nice block in that uh, that uh, that big run that Odell Beckham had. It was like a sixty yarder or something like that. And, oh and yeah, he had a nice block. Yo, yep. Landry had a hell of a block. That that was the block that made the touchdown. If without that block, there yeah, would be no yeah, touchdown. Yeah. Oh no, most def. Most of, but um, I mean, I also want to say as I mean the positives as well for me was Josh Allen and the Bills. Man, they continue to yeah four and man. Josh, he got he got hurt in the in the game, came back, still fucking killed it. I, I think the Bills are the real deal. Um, I mean, I I thought it was gonna be somewhat of a battle at like towards the end of the season between them and the and the Patriots, but I I still nah. see the Bills at this point coming out coming out of that that division. And Josh Allen is definitely as of right now um could be could be in talks for MVP. I mean, you got guys for sure that are more guaranteed to win it, but Josh Allen don't 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 knock him off that conversation. That's for sure. But a negative on my end. I already said it a little bit a while ago in the episode, Deshaun Watson's game, man. I mean, it, it's just – it's not there. The, the the Texans team in general is just – it continues to show that – that I don't know if it's the trade that, the, you know, the trade that everybody's just not bought in anymore. They're just like, fuck it. Listen, on their defense, um, they've had know. the hardest schedule so far. So let's see how they it have, goes from they here They have, but, but let's be real. It, it, the way they've been performing in those games – would have not been at least if you're gonna lose the performance would have at least been a little bit better and more there would have been more intensity with that with that team last year than this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you got JJ Watt, which usually always plays in the beginning of the year and gets hurt at the end, but you never know. And I do want to say another positive, huge shout out to the old man who keep, seems to continue to just get better with age, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Just want to That's that a bad man. <laughs> Talk about working for ESPN, motherfucker. Look at you. I think you're 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 taking a little bit too much out of Stephen A. Smith's playbook. Oh, man. Hanging out with him too much in the break room. You know what time it is? It's time for what the what? All right, guys. So I know it's been a while since we had what the one. So um, we're going to stick to some football here um, since obviously that's oh. the biggest thing that's going on right now. Um, now that we're a quarter, um, you can say a quarter into the season, um, you can kind of see what way the teams are headed. 
And I just want to get your perspective on on you know the, 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 your power rankings. I want to see who are your top five teams as of right now. Obviously, that could change as the season continues. But as of week four, going heading into week five, what are your top five teams? And, and from five to number one, and then I'll say my top five, and then we'll kind of like see the differences between well both of us. We'll we'll see both points of view. <clears throat> um. Okay. Uh. You're gonna be shocked with mine. I think. Um, all right, so you said we're starting from five to one or one to five? Uh, let's start from five to one. Let's let's start let's start from the worst to the best. All right, so starting with five, I got the Steelers. Okay, I got the Steelers. Um, unfortunately, they didn't get to play last week, but three and zero. Um, I got the Chiefs at four. I know that. Uh-huh. that I know yeah. your face right now is probably like you're probably like what the fuck. Three, I got the Packers. Uh, number two, I got the Bills, and number one, I have the Seahawks. Okay, those, those are my that's my that's my top five power rankings through week four from number five to number. You know one. what? Before I even say my top five, because I, I want to hear what you have to say. Oh God! Why do you have the Chiefs at number four? I, I, that's the first I have, I have, I have the Chiefs for I have the Chiefs at number four because I feel like their 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 defense has definitely ha- has taken a little. But they've taken a step down compared to last year, um, and really? their their offense. I feel like the, a lot of teams that they typically will blow out um, and just toy with them on offense. Like when they're when they have the ball on offense, when they they would toy with them on offense, and they they're just not doing that. I, and I don't know if it could be a I mean, mixture of just the teams that they've Jackson. been playing. You might want to talk to Lamar Jackson because he definitely struggled against that defense. I mean, he he did. I'm saying when the when the when the Chiefs have when they're playing offense, they're usually toying with the other with the opponent's defense. And this season, they're not. They're, the, a lot of their games have been somewhat closer. If not, they're making a late comeback and they finish the game winning by like a touchdown or two, just because they like you know no matter what they still have Patty Mahomes. They still have the be- one of the it, he's the best wide receiver out right now is is uh, Tyreek Hill. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, they're four the, and zero. They're the champions. No, yeah, yeah, they're four and zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I That's mean, fair. again, it's still week four. It, it, they'll they could definitely finish top. They could definitely finish number one by even week seven. It just a lot of a lot of things come into play with with why other teams are above them. But go, give me your five because I already know they're number one. So matter of fact, give me five through number two. Five number. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, uh, Bobby, right, go right, ahead, right. go ahead. Just give me all. all. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in number five. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Number four, I have the Buffalo Bills. Number three, I got the Green Bay Packers. Okay. We number both got the Packers two, at three. Number two, I got the Seattle Seahawks. And number one, you got to <clears> give it to the man, the one and only MVP <clears throat> of the Super Bowl. Already won an MVP, won a championship, 4 0. We'll probably finish with the best record in the NFL. We'll probably win another Super Bowl. Unless he goes against the Bucs, then he's going to lose. Ah, yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs, number one. And I'll tell you why. Buccaneers, three and one. If you look at what the team that they lost against, it was week one without no preseason. Okay? Against the team they were expected to lose against because all the bets had them to lose against them. And ever since then, they've ran the table. Yeah, they've had some tough games, but their defense has stepped up when it matters. Tom Brady has stepped up when it matters. Their receiving core, even through all the injuries that they've been passing through, has stepped up. Imagine this team healthy, bro. And unfortunately, the injuries keep derailing the the Buccaneers. It keeps derailing, actually, and unfortunately, O.J. Howard. Individually, yeah. I, I think yeah. OJ Howard has but not then, had a good, uh, like a full healthy season under his belt, and it sucks because he's when he plays, he's he definitely makes an impact and an effect in the game. And as a as a fan, as a that that being my 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 personal favorite team, it, it sucks, man, because you finally have Tom Brady, and now you don't get now now you don't get now you don't get to really get a a nice first year of Tom Brady, especially and, if they go and let me to the Super Bowl. You, let me tell you, let me tell you why I'm not worried. I'm not worried because you have Cameron Braid on that. Oh, team. I'm not worried on the sense of like the lack of, thereof on and that on that position. I'm not. I'm, that's not what I'm. What and I'm another thing of. is people people forget people have short. So a lot of I'm not saying you, but a lot of people have short term memory. 
a lot of people don't remember that Cameron Bray two years ago led the league in touchdown passes as a tight end. With Jameis Winston throwing the ball. With Jameis Winston throwing him the ball. So just imagine with Tom Brady, who throughout all these years have been throwing it to his tight ends in New England. If he gets a connection with Cameron Bray, man, I'm telling you. All right, bro. well, let me let me explain to you why I have the Steelers at number five. The reason why I have the Steelers, and for, hey, look, I didn't put it because I felt like it was going to be more of a bias reason, so I wanted to be a little bit more fair. Um, I, I know it's kind of cliche. Like, my list is a little cliche because they're all undefeated teams, but the reason why I give the Steelers the, the, the edge on number five, and trust me, I have the Bucks there, and, but I just looked into other things is because – Look at what I look at what Ben. I, I know the whole thing about Tom Brady, old going to a new system, whatever. Let's see how he performs. But man, let's just give props to the old man himself. Another old man, I would say, fucking Ben Roethlisberger. Came back having a great season. Um, a lot of people doubting Juju Smith-Schuster as being their number one, saying that he's at he's at best a number two. Um, doing it with the weapons that he has. Um, you know. The Steelers can take their Steelers defense hasn't lost a step. They've been one of the top best defenses in the leagues for how long now? Years, yeah. pretty much ever since Mike Tomlin took the reins. The reins, um, and they they're undefeated. They, pr- I I personally think they probably would have beaten the Titans if they would have played them. In my opinion, they they're both three won. and zero, man. They're both three they and zero. They and are. And Tyler Hill's been felt, balling, so he has. But I feel like the I I just felt like the Steelers just had the defense to stop. Derrick Henry and and Tannehill, you know what I'm saying? They would have put that pressure on, and it would have been it would have been completely different, um, a complete different defense than they played the first uh, the first three games. But that's why I give it to them. And Juju Smith Schuster has been freaking balling himself, proving everybody that he does belong to be like he does belong as a number one. He just needs a healthy Ben Roethlisberger, and that's it. I mean, you get the ball pass from this guy who was Mason Rudolph. Let's not forget the guy who got his fucking head smacked up by a helmet. Like, even though it was like, whatever, that was wrong itself. But I'm just saying, like, he's a trash-ass quarterback, even as a backup. You know what I'm saying? So, you finally got Ben Roethlisberger throwing you the ball, or just someone who knows how to throw you the ball, and you're performing now. So, he's finally showing that. And I like that. I like that rookie. Uh, what's his, uh, I think it's his last name is Claypool. But I like him, man. He, he's been, he's been, yeah, he's been, he's been, he's been catching them balls, boy. Listen, uh, a team that we both have in there, um, it's the Packers. I think we both have him at number three. Yep, um, yep. And bro, I was actually before we started the podcast, I was actually looking at a video, um, of Aaron Rodgers. I think it was this morning. Um, he went to ESPN. Um, and uh, pretty much they were asking him like, "How do you feel with your connection with your coach? You know, now it's your second year." Yeah. Um, He's like, uh, you know, every year is different. You know, we, we we have a brand new team this year, even though some of the players are the same. Teams change year to year. Um, and last year, even though I had a horrible year, and my, and my uh, like, coming from Aaron Rodgers, a worst season for me is a career year for most starting quarterbacks. And if you think <laughs> Yo, about it. He even said it afterwards. He's it, like, that's facts, bro. He said that at if the you think about it, That's show. facts, bro. That is facts. And, and it I, is. Love, I love that swag that he has, bro. Um, you could tell that he's having fun this year, man. Last year you didn't see it, but this year you could tell he's really having a connection with his coach. And bro, that that goes, <laughs> that goes a long way. So watch out for them Packers. I have them number three now. Um, but bro, they keep winning. I mean, they finally have a, a steady running game. Um, hey, once they get Devontae Adams back too. And once they get Devontae Adams 100 percent healthy. And Lazard. And Lazard. And Lazard, Lazard is hurt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Man, and 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 then th- this tight end came out of nowhere. Yo, yeah, Tanya, what is it, Tanyan or something like that, bro? Like that, that kid, he had two touchdowns last week. Three touchdowns. Three, oh, it was three. I stand corrected. Three touchdowns last week, bro. This kid came out of bro. That that's watch. You're gonna see all of a sudden now. It's gonna become one of the next best top tight ends in in the league because that's how good Aaron Rodgers is, man. He makes I mean, everybody the- around them looks good. Look good, man. Like. He the way he throws the ball, the way yeah. that you could see it in his face, bro. Like I was watch I, like that last week's game. I was watching it so closely. He's smiling, dude. He's smiling literally after every play. Haven't seen that probably like a two no, years. no, yeah. yeah. Within within the I would say within the past two three years, you haven't seen that from Aaron Rodgers. You would mm-hmm. see more of a serious, 
I'm just here to do my job. Um, I think he just thought that the you know the future just within the team and within himself was kind of like up in the air. And he didn't. It sat. It didn't sit easy with him. And it, well, maybe he just now sealed it. he just sealed it. He's oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think I think no matter what, I think the coach, the coach. I, I don't think, at least in my opinion, I don't think Lafleur had any any say in this decision within the draft. Um, I think I think Lafleur didn't come with that mindset this season that, oh, once you start to, like, play, like, of, like with the age of that you are or whatever, I'm going to bench you and start this guy. Um, but no matter what, you being Aaron Rodgers, you know, seeing the same situation that was ha- that happened to you when you were – or that happened to Brett Favre when he was there, um, and he got drafted there and shit like that. Like, I think he's going there with a new mindset. Um, they, they, you know, they both came with a, with, with, a, with a game plan coming into this year. And I think Jordan Love – also knows what's going on, and I think why not? That's the perfect situation. Why do you want to try to come with with a Pat with a Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson still balling? You know what I'm saying? Quarterbacks like that coming out, Kyler Murray doing all you know performing like that. You don't want to come into the league right now and and want to and want to start and think you're gonna be the shit with a team like the Packers. You, if anything, you want to learn after one of the best that's still up there with those guys at this point. Because Aaron Rodgers right now, you just like Josh Allen, if anything, he would be more of a lock. But he's up there with the, with the MVP candidate conversation. Yeah. With Russell Wilson, with Pat Mahomes, and with Josh Allen. Yeah. And I and on the defensive side, I'm not, I'm going to throw it out there. Aaron Donald has just been doing his shit. Just saying. Yeah, yeah but Aaron Donald's always been doing his shit. Um... True that. <laughs> True that, true that. But yeah, bro. Let's but, talk about I mean, the. I want to. I want to talk about the Seahawks, though. The Seahawks intrigue me. What? what well, you have a number one, so you better have a. You better have a good ass point to put them over the Chiefs. Well, I mean, the Chiefs are fourth, so I have three other teams. I have three other teams above them. I already explained to you why I have them at four. But the reason why I have the Seahawks at number one is because, to me, in my opinion, Russell Wilson is the MVP as of right now. Um, I I've been telling you that since after week after week two, I've been telling you that. After every game, I've been telling you that. And you tell me, oh, well, let's see. There's still a lot of game left. But, yes, for sure, whatever. And, look, every every game. I mean, granted, they played the, they played the Dolphins. Um, a lot of, there was an argument that was being made that a lot of the teams that they've been playing so far has not been up to par um, where they have had the best of defenses. And, I, man, I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Like, you – we would say that the Dolphins actually – their defense have been has been very shocking to a lot of people, despite them being the Dolphins. But their defense has definitely taken a big ass upside just because of this off the the offseason acquisitions. I mean, you got you picked up Van Noy, you got um what's this guy, the cornerback uh, Byron Jones. You know what I'm saying? Like just picking up guys like that alone, adding them to the type of defense that they already had. I mean, it, it, it's obviously helping, um, and. Chris Carson's having such a great season as well. DK Metcalf is finally is finally showing some some stints that you know he's he's uh he's a future in, in in the white opposition. Tyler Lockett, man, I mean, can we both agree that Tyler Lockett's having a fucking amazing season? Oh, yeah. not even not even just like oh no, he's he's playing good. No, he's having a great season. He's catching almost everything being thrown his way. Greg Olson, fucking coming back from the dead. You know what I mean? Come on, son. Like the de- I mean, look, they're lacking on defense a bit. Yeah. But Here's st- my thing with the Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll is the defensive minded coach, bro. He'll make it work. He'll make it work somehow. Here's my thing with the Seahawks. Their offense amazing. Offense is amazing. Russell Wilson Wilson, if he keeps it up, he's definitely going to win MVP. And that's not even that's not even <laughs> up for up for question. Right. Like if he keeps if he keeps this level of play, Russell Wilson will be MVP, and deserve and he deserves it. And you already know how I feel about Russell Wilson. That's why he's in my top five. But the biggest question moving forward, and again, it, it hasn't it hasn't been a problem yet because they've never been in a situation where they've needed a defensive stop. <clears throat> but the big question right here moving forward is going to be their defense. That's a that's a shaky defense, and aside from. Maybe Wagner and uh, and Adams. I mean, that defense is, is not that good. 
I mean, it, it's and not. They, they, they can't stop the pass. They can't stop the run. They, they've been able to get to the quarterback, but they, they just have way too many holes, man. They have too many holes, and that's going to be very, very key moving forward because right now, like I said, they haven't been in a situation where their defense has had to step up in a clutch situation, but it's going to come a moment that they're going to need stops, and if they don't get those stops... I'll tell you this. I, on I don't, I don't on that them. side, I think their defense is going to be tested within the next five games upcoming, starting next week. Um, they, I, can they lose some of these games? I can see them losing out of the five. I could definitely one. Let me see three. No, I'm lying. Yeah, out of the five games, out of those five games, I see them probably losing maybe one, maybe maybe two, depending. But um, it's they play the Cardinals next. Cardinals offense have been. I mean, we already spoke about it. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, just obviously him just joining Kyler Murray there. Kyler Murray having such a great season, which I already compared Kyler Murray being like the next up and coming of Russell Wilson. Um, you know, they that's going to test their defense on the run. Hey, you also, said, you also said Deshaun Watson's good. Hey, listen, I but I didn't say I never put him up there with the top category of quarterbacks. I just said he was good, but and I you think said he, he was good. I, Okay, I think he's good. I don't think he's I don't think he's complete ass, but I don't think he's like I don't like but I don't think he's great. I did would definitely just, have I would definitely have him? Kyler Murray. I did drop him. I did drop him. I, oh. I did drop him. I, you know, big expectations. I mean, you got such a, a a talented core on paper, on paper, talented core on wide receivers, but even the wide receivers are not doing anything. So, at this point, fantasy purposes, you got to drop him. Anyways, then you play the 49ers, which Gives them more time to gain more guys to come back, or at least to get one whole game under their belt. That's gonna test them. Then after that, you play as of right now. That's still an undefeated team, the Buffalo Bills, which offense and on the defensive end is no joke. Then after that, you play the Rams, which the Rams on offense. Are, it is nothing to take lightly, I would say. They have their days, but nothing to take lightly. Then after that, you play the Cardinals again. So therefore, you have you they have. Let's just say the next couple of games that they have is or well, no, I, I completely I completely skip next week. They actually play the Vikings. That should be actually, a ladies and gentlemen. So that is going to conclude episode ten. We want to go ahead and appreciate everybody for tuning in. Everybody that continues to support, show us love. Um, man, we we did it ten episodes deep, bro. I mean, we're just gonna continue to do this, bro. Like, I mean, let's just keep riding this wave. Why not? Yes, sir. It's only gonna get better from here, man. Only gonna get better. Um, we uh, I I promised my boy Saul that he was gonna be on this episode, but um, this episode actually was pushed back and recording, um, for. Some um, personal reasons. Um, our boy Kevin Juan is actually going on a nice little vacation with his wife and the family. I got a um, business trip, man. Yeah, yeah, or a business trip. Excuse me, he has a business trip um, with his wife in a nice <laughs> island in nice weather. While we're all stuck here working and listen I, with the I, shitty I, weather that rains and I gotta work, sunny. Man. I gotta work. Right? Yeah, yeah, but. So next week, um, we're definitely going to try to, um, you know, be back on schedule, dropping episodes on Wednesdays. If not, we will uh, drop it again on Thursday, how, you know, this one dropped. So that's uh, the game plan for next week's episode. And I'll, I'll definitely try to have my boy Saul in here. You know, he definitely is knowledgeable with the sports. Great takes. Um, and it'll be interesting to hear his, his insight on how the, you know, the bubble's going. And by that time, we'll know who's uh, – either the NBA champion or, you know, where it's heading at at the time. So I'm definitely excited to hear his take on that and what we have to talk about. So and, um, uh, before we finish, like always, um, you know, until November 3rd, I'm going to continue to say it. Um, there's 26 days. Today's Thursday. But, uh, sorry, today's Wednesday, by the way. Um, there's 26 days left until Election Day. Do not forget, if you haven't registered, it's very easy. Um, if you don't know how to register, go to vote.org. 
It literally tells you step by step what you have to do. Um, you can register to vote. You can vote by mail. Um, you know, it, it gives you election reminders. Um, you know, you have everything you need to know. All the resources on the one page. Go to vote.org um, and get all your facts. Um, definitely, we need you November 3rd. It's a big election year, man. And, and, and we need change. We need change. Big facts, big facts, and we are not endorsed by that website, by the way. We um, <laughs> we are not endorsed, but we are endorsing to go vote so we can have better leaders and a better future moving forward. Um, outside of that, again, like as always, you know, we are a part of our um, a part of Thank You Gaming, our game, our gaming affiliates. So make sure to follow them on Instagram at Thank You Gaming. That's where the schedule is posted. Um, and all that good stuff. Follow, uh, make sure to subscribe and follow on their Twitch page, which is at twitch.com, no, twitch.tv slash thankyougaming99. So make sure you guys go and let them know that we sent you. And until then, next week, episode 11, we'll see you guys. Double one, baby, double one. Ooh.